Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the chocolate room. Welcome to the Steph Mayo Show, live from New York City, on the streets, that's why there's loads of wind. Oh, we've got to go in the subway. 59th and Lex is exactly where we are. It's not going to be a long intro. This is a landmark episode, because it's the first one on location, and also because we're interviewing the president-elect, Donald Trump. Made some calls, sorted it out, didn't we, Emily? Yeah. And, um... Then also, we're going to talk to our friends about the US election. It's a US special. There might be some Nashville material in this um, episode. Not the TV show, the place, because we're going there. So welcome to the show. When you get caught between the moon and New York City, best thing you can do is fall in love. That's my advice. Bye for now. But now on the line, we have President-elect, Mr. Donald Trump. Mr. Trump, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Um, so what's been going on? I've been watching you for the last couple of weeks. Well, yeah, you know, this is a podcast, Mr. Trump, so you listen to it. I don't know if you have a device. Yeah, no, but this, this podcast has been quite successful. It's been a great success. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've got over 12 listeners now from all around um, London listening to this. So, there's so many questions to ask you. I've been had some people to write in. The first question is actually about debt management. Have you got any advice about that? I mean, I'm, I'm having some problems coming up to Christmas myself. Um, paying for all the presents, you know, you get paid early you, even if you've got a job. But what's your advice to someone who's worth several trillion dollars or billions, whatever it is? It is a very, very complex thing to talk about. Now, I can start off by saying, oh, gee, don't have debt, don't have debt. Well, 
I built an empire on debt. Now, I also got in some trouble because I had billions and billions of dollars in debt. And when the market crashed, having debt is not the greatest thing in the world. Many of my friends were forced out of business. They went bankrupt, and you'll never hear from them again. I never had to do that, but I was in deep trouble in the early 90s because I had massive amounts of debt. And the real estate markets crashed and various other markets crashed. And to be honest, if things don't work out, you have to be able to know how to deal with your bankers and work a deal. And I've said that a lot about debt. You know, the beauty of debt is that usually when the world goes bad, you're going to be able to make a deal with your banks because what happens is they have lots of other people that also have problems. And the last thing they want to do is own certain properties or own certain businesses, etc., etc. So one of the things we teach you in real life is that if things go bad, you can go out and you can probably, if you know what you're doing, if you're honest and if you're sincere and if you're a professional, make a deal with your bank. But you have to be entrepreneurial. You have to be really out there. The beauty is that if things are good, it works, no problem. If things are bad, you go out and you renegotiate. Okay, great. Thanks so much for that. I mean, that's surely great advice for our listeners. Have you got any advice for me in particular, though? Because um, I'm struggling to, you know, I want to get this, I want to get this like little toy bike for my nephew, but you know, it's over 40 quid. I can't talk to the banks. You got any advice for me? Nope. Okay. So let's talk about what we're going to do with you as president. Um, what do you think we should do as a country now? I mean, what's your advice to the UK? Grab him by the pussy. Oh, grab who by the pussy? Yeah. Who? Hello. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Okay, let's let's move on if from the... If I were my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. Oh, your daughter. Okay, okay. Right, um... How are you? I mean, I'm good, but, you know, it's a pretty tough time of year. As I say, I haven't got a lot of money. Not that it matters, but I'm much richer. Yeah, I mean, you're much richer than everyone, aren't you? But what are you going to do about the Mexicans? You know, you, you were very tough on the Mexicans, and, you know, you must have had some on your side, which is bewildering. But what's your policy now you're going to be in office for? Are you still going to build a wall? Do you like them as a people? I'm no fan. You're still planning on building this wall? You're going to pay for the wall. Me? Oh, me personally. I've just told you I've got financial problems, though. You know, I don't know if it's... Who's going to pay for it? Stupid people. So you're going to tax people more? Um, and then what? So where are you going to get the money from? Uh, we're going to see what happens. Are you going to sell... Okay. Are you going to self-fund it? No. Okay. All right. And, you know, you, you've been announcing your sort of cabinet there. I don't know if... It, is it called cabinet? Do you know what you call it? No. Okay. So who's the first guy you've actually put on the cabinet? My friend Snoop Dogg. Oh, really? Well, he could certainly do, make it quite innovative, you know, going forward. He could, like, do your speeches for you. You could write them with your great intelligence, and then he could just wrap them in the Oval Office. That'd be great, wouldn't it? I'm really smart. And, you know, with regards to the inequality, what, what do you plan to do about that in America? I mean, there's a big divide. I don't care. Right. <laughs> okay. I mean, you're all right yourself, aren't you? So, you know. Of course I'm joking. I mean, you know that. Okay. And Mr. Trump, what's your opinion on China as well? I think we should touch on that. China all the time. I know, but they're a big deal, aren't they? You said uh, that there was trillions of dollars in debt needed to them. How are you going to deal with um how are you going to deal with China while you're president? I'm going to bomb the shit out of them. Wow. And when is this going to happen? On New Year's Eve. Oh my god, that's pretty soon. So what do you think we should do in the time we've got left on Earth? We've got to be poker players. We've got to be chess players. I've got to get rid of them. I've got to win against them. What, what China? 
Thank you very much. Okay, so does that mean our time is up? Thank you, fellas. They're rapists. Okay. Yes. Okay, thanks for taking the time, Mr. Trump. Really appreciate it. Have you got any things you want to sort of promote or push before we go? With your help and support, together, we can make America truly great again. Okay. Visit me on Twitter at RealDonaldTrump and check out my campaign website at www.donaldtrump.com. God, you love a bit of Twitter, don't you? Now, Mr. Trump, is there one song you'd like to play for our listeners before you go? Tiffany. Tiffany? Well, I think I think we're alone now, are you thinking of? Yes. Okay, so I want to thank you, Mr. Trump, for being on the show. Um, it's been a real pleasure. Fantastic. Um, I wish you the best for the Christmas period um, and to your family. Um, best of luck as president. I think you're going to need it. All right, see you later. Good evening. Thanks. All right, so that was Mr. Donald Trump, the president-elect. medicinal formula soothes both the stomach and lower digestive tract with a gentle coating action. So, take soothing Pepto-Bismol and feel good again. So here we are in Windy Union Square. The sun is shining low and bright. And we're going to open the phones. And the first caller we have is quite a posh young lady called Chelsea from Chelsea. So Chelsea, 
what's your question for Rich and the guys? Richard, I'd just like to know um, who you voted for in uh, the presidential election. I voted for Gary Johnson. And Gary Johnson is the libertarian candidate. I am essentially, I'm very close to the libertarian positions, but more, I don't. More importantly, I voted in New Jersey, which Hillary Clinton was guaranteed to win. Yeah, and I so did. She did win that. She did win that. I didn't feel like my vote counted, but. If I'm going to vote, I want to express my opinion that our two-party system is flawed. And therefore, I voted for Gary Johnson. Had it, had I been in Ohio, I would have voted for Hillary Clinton because I thought Donald Trump was a dangerous, yeah. is a dangerous candidate. Did you think that Donald Trump was going to win at that point when you voted for Gary Johnson? Did you make that move as a thinking that he would lose? I was 100% sure that Hillary Clinton was going to win up until 10 or 11 o'clock that night. And at one point, they said that New Jersey was too close to call and I actually had a moment of ooh like my one vote I know would not have reality carried the election but for a second I was like ooh did I cause this to happen like I changed world events I've got some questions though like you're just walking up to people in England and saying hey do you have a question for my friend Rich no I've got some questions yeah you know some people how do you delete your emails <laughs> uh, I delete my emails in batch. I go through them every day, and I tag probably 90% of them and delete them. The only thing I save is... Do you ever look in your junk mail? Never. Never, 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 ever. I delete ever. my emails like every American does when they don't want other people to see them, and they're doing business, and who gives a shit? And this is another thing. Have you ever sent a dick pic? I have sent a dick pic. In the last five years? In the last, yes. In the last five hours? In the last five months, we'll say. I've never sent one. But here's my reason. Have you ever sent a dick pic? What, were you saying, why don't you send me dick pics? No, unfortunately. I feel like I wish I I would. I don't feel like any dick pic ever has been a solicited... Dick it's not like boobs, like, oh, sweet, boobs. No, it's, oh, damn it, somebody did. No, yeah, but dicks are different. I would not have sent it if I was not asked. But isn't it different if you're told? <laughs> are you proud of it? <laughs> I, how, did you know, it how did you make it look? I'm a grower, not a shower, so I made it look Me good. Too. Yeah, that's what everyone <laughs> says. Uh, for real, I am. I mean, for real, <laughs> I would not take a picture of my flaccidness. Not one with that. None of my first wives have asked me for it. Would you like to send me a dick pic? Sure. Can I just text you? <laughs> Do you have any relatives that vote for Trump? <laughs> I was screamed at over Thanksgiving. Right, for what it. happened at Thanksgiving? Uh, I made some com- Somebody made a comment of Trump. All my family is from a small town and they're generally for Trump. Yeah. I made Why? a comment. Are your parents for Trump? My parents voted for Trump. Right, yeah. My, yeah. my parents voted Brexit as well. But they did, were not happy about it but my uncles and aunts were like excited about it and they said uh, somebody somebody said something about him winning in a landslide I said in fairness she won the popular vote and my very caring uncle up in my face pointing and screaming said you don't know what the fuck you're talking about you're lying when you say that and gave me reasons why which now I suspect are untrue I, he said that they don't count the absentee ballots in places where the, the election is decided but I don't see how that's possible because there are down ticket ballots that aren't decided. There are elections for Congress, judge, school board, on all those. So I don't know why they wouldn't count those if the president is decided. Uh, They were very angry. (laughs) 
<laughs> and very excited for them. They were very excited to win. And did you share that you had voted for Mr. Gary Johnson? Did you I, keep that a secret? I keep nothing a secret. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I told them that I voted for Gary Johnson. They were disappointed in me. I said I didn't like either candidate, but I, I, I didn't think Hillary Clinton should be president. I didn't tell them that I would have voted for her if I thought that he could win because it wasn't germane of the conversation. So you don't believe in a throwaway vote? You don't believe that voting for one of the sub-candidates means that you you screw the election along with no, the Anyway. Yeah, I know, but on the whole, if you look at the big picture, everyone who decides, well, I don't like Hillary well, and I don't like Trump. Bollocks. Well, it does make a difference when there's a vast majority of people who actually all have that similar belief because that will sway the Electoral College in the end. Right? You're right. I believe. I don't know how Electoral College works. You guys haven't told me that part yet. I told you several times tonight. Uh, as far as throwaway votes are concerned, I wasn't voting in Ohio, I wasn't voting in Florida. I wasn't voting in Pennsylvania. I was voting in New Jersey. Just going to go solidly Democrat, as it always does. How does it work? And therefore, I voted for my conscience, which is I think that our two-party system is a failure of democracy. Here in Ohio, um, Wisconsin, Illinois, not Illinois went Democratic, but if you're in that Rust, the map. classic the Rust Belt land. area that goes Democrat because of unions and because of Democrats represented workers, those people do not feel like they're being represented. New Jersey could get included in that just as well. Not really. New Jersey, is, New Jersey has the highest per capita income in the country. Does it? Yes. It used to be Connecticut, now it's New Jersey. Because right. the people who work in New York and make a lot of money live in New Jersey and Connecticut. Sorry. So, if you want to look at the, the working class people, the, no, it, after the Great Recession, their jobs did not come back. Those factory jobs did not come back. They didn't come back from the 70s. They didn't come back when they lost more of them now. They're they never coming come back. back. No. They're never coming back, but Trump says that he can get them back, and people voted for that. Yeah. Maybe he can. But in, in, you got to hope for the best. Back, he's going to have to reverse the progress of technology. No? Per, it seems that way. But I'm not an expert on any of these things, and he says he can do it. He gave no details, so I can't... I can't, I can't, I can't you can't attack his positions because he almost literally has none. So you can't look at his positions and say, you can't do that because he almost literally has no positions. So we've got me, Emily Moman, we got Rich, we have Troy, and Megan. Yeah. That's who's involved in this. Troy and Megan Neal. It's Rich. Bacon. Uh, bacon is my life. Okay. I could wrap everything in bacon. Uh, is this American bacon, the frizzy kind? What about back bacon from like Europe? What do you think of that? I like Canadian bacon. Canadian, no, Canadian bacon sticker. Canadian like bacon, I feel like is ham. Right. Uh, American bacon is thinner and crispier. And then I will, if I go someplace and I see thick cut bacon, I always get that, which I think is what you're talking about. Yeah. And it's good, but I like it when they when they say uh, pork belly. It tends to be uh, a lot. Um, it's underdone. I was saying before, I like everything well done, except for bacon. Bacon, I like really well done. So if you give me a thick cut bacon, really well so done, like I'm happy. Crispy, so it's almost. Like- I- 
I like it very crispy, yeah. And you can put, like, sauce. We At my job, we do a, a brown sugar maple glaze. Uh, it's delicious, but I still like it when it's more well done. How do you feel about, like, modern bacon, like bacon ice cream and, you know, yeah, yeah. bacon? Mixing it with sweet stuff. You can't put bacon in enough things. And if you want to mix savory and sweet is the ultimate combination. We all know it. And mix bacon, mix salty bacon with sweet anything. Uh, my friend Troy here has bacon on his donuts, and they're delicious. What is what are those donuts? What's that donut company? <laughs> the Donut Project. It's down on the Lower East Side. He's he's currently showing me pictures of his donuts with bacon on them. That's the biggest. That's your that biggest donut. Show brought to you by the Donut. Project. Oh, yeah, that's a sponsor. Yeah. I was going to ask you about Chris Christie. He's a cor- he's a corrupt fucker, isn't he? He's the New Jersey man. I, I'm oh, I'm I live in Jersey. I'm a resident of Jersey. I voted for Chris Christie. You I, I voted for him. He's the right. But he's sold out. Isn't he he is, could not have sold out any harder. I, why are they allowed to get away with it? There's a similar guy in England. They're allowed to get away with it. They're well, like the guy out of um, you know Kevin Spacey. You know he's like yeah openly a backstabber. Yeah, well he's openly a backstabber. I feel like these guys are worse. I feel like they're worse than Kevin Spacey. Yeah, Kevin Spacey is at least trying to accomplish something. Yeah. Uh, Chris Christie, you know, he, he spent the last two years running for president, running for Trump for president. Now he's a, it looks like he'll get nowhere. I rated Christie, though. I think he's all right, but he just sold out. Just goes to show the spine of these people is always corrupt and, like, I don't know, fucked up. It seems like you need to sell out to achieve the level that he's achieved already. already and to get higher than that, it seems like the necessary, how far you need to sell out is pretty extreme. He'll always be known for a traffic jam as well. Yeah. We've got a bad diet. Emily likes The Daily Show. We watch it. But that's the problem of all of this. You feed yourself your own opinion already. So, is that what's going on? It, it definitely seems bad. Well, you're making the masses believe something that isn't true. It's like the end of facts. I don't know if it's the end of capitalism, but he's a capitalist. You know, he wants to win. He's not interested in anything to do with the people. It seems like. I don't know that that makes him any different than anyone before him or anyone currently. Like, we know that he shut down the George Washington Bridge. I'm sure that Mike Pence has done bad things. I'm sure that... He's hated more than Trump Pence. Yeah, I'm sure that... religious as well. You know... Another layer of, like, you know... Well, he's got a whole religious thing going on, and I just picked Mike Pence because he's in power, but if you were to take Tim Kaine, I'm sure you can find people that Tim Kaine shit on in the past, or, you know, a governor of any powerful state. It, it seems like that's what these guys do. What needs to happen, Rick? Um, we have to change it is unchangeable. I would have to say, in order to change it, what would probably need to happen is the people in the states, this is all theoretical, the people in the states that are overrepresented, the Wyomings, Montana, Alaska, blah, 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 let's say they classically go Republican, and several times we had a Democrat win even though a Republican won the popular vote, I think then they would be in favor of changing it because their outcome wasn't being delivered. But they would never care. They're choking on propaganda, like I say. They're watching Fox News. The they think God is like... The next generation will ever become the next generation and actually change what we've always said could change. Yeah, they just need to put voting online and then that's it. We're going to do it and everybody's got it. Vote on Facebook. Don't you think it already has, though? Because Bernie Thank Sanders you. wouldn't have been even Bernie... I mean, that never would have happened 10, 15 years ago. Almost only happens in horseshoes and hand grenades. Yeah, they 
don't do anything. It's just a like. But young people, I mean, it, there's actual We're statistics about, about young people getting involved in. I'm liking the post, but I don't really care enough. My generation was going to do it too. We were there. Remember, we were yeah, but hope. that's because MTV Get Out the Vote no, no, was no, no, really no, no. big we back just in the had 90s. Eight years of hope. But now we're like, oh shit, we're racist? I didn't know that. Now we're back. All right. The generation before mine has people in jail for 30 years for smoking marijuana. And now that is legal. So to say that those changes don't exist, where's gay marriage? Where was gay rights? No, no, 10? On, Where was on, gay on. rights? 50? Are they going to reverse it all now? People still in jail. Uh, some of them are. Yeah, under Rockefeller laws, but I'm saying that like those things are changing. Like the views on on specifically pot and gay, ma- I mean the views on gay marriage or the views on gay rights compared to where they were 15 years ago when Bush ran are, are it's absurd. So yes, things do change. I was gonna say, and I don't know that you would know. I was disappointed in um, how many people they said of the people that were um, not rioting but protesting in New York and throughout the other cities. They said didn't vote. Yeah. yeah, they're not voting. If you can vote online, they'll all vote. They said in anyone over 25, when they do vote, it'll all change. They said the lowest percentage of voters since any election. In 50% of the U- U.S. didn't vote. This is what I was just going to say. Is that when you say, no, oh, I didn't know we were all racist. Is that, that's the, out of all of this, what rises to the top for me is the statistic about how many people voted. Because if you say that actually the majority of the country didn't vote, right, then you... Take, 48%. Then you take the percentage of the country that did vote, and then he didn't win the popular vote, right? So then you say only a fraction of that of those yep. people voted, right? So then actually, that all makes sense to me. I can back away from that and go, oh, what, 25% of the actual humans who live in America voted for Trump? Well, yes, that does make sense to me. That's not surprising. But we're all talking about it in this media circus, like um, that 50% is 100%, and that is the majority of the country that did that. But that's not actually true, right? Yeah. So then what are all of those people, if we're talking about these disenfranchised people who all want... No, no. it is this... Small no, no, fraction no, no. of we, the. We want to believe that, but we also. Our friends who voted for Trump will be like, oh, what? No, we didn't vote for Trump, but we people did vote for Trump. I mean, there were people that we know that are like, what? <laughs> yeah, I did vote for him. That's the sad part. These are people that said through the entire election that like, I'm, I'm not voting for Trump. I'm not voting for Trump. Really? And then after Boom, you I won, they were like, yeah, really? Why? Why? What turned? So you found this out. You found this out later. We found out later. What turned these people? Huh? What turned them on the whole? No, they were. No, they were lying. They were lying. They were lying. They were saying. They were saying. They were saying in the polls. Really? Socially unacceptable for me to, to, to talk Trump. about so it. I'm going to say I that will. I'm not voting for Trump, but I'm going to vote for Trump. So they think that that happened with Trump. Like, Trump seemed like such an idiot and such, like, he had no idea what he was doing that a lot of people didn't want to admit that they were voting for him with that 6 or 7% undecided, which is normally 1 or 2%, that 5% of people went for Trump. But I think that we don't give credit to how bad a candidate Hillary Clinton is. Right. Because we, if we're people who vote for, if people here voted for her, they look at her as, oh, she's the Democrat, she's very experienced, she's bad at running for office, she always has been, she had to move to New York because she couldn't win in Arkansas, she lost to Barack Obama, she gave, didn't get, you know, Bernie Sanders gave up a, a huge fight against her, she's not good at running for office, it's but not... that should so- be no comparison to Trump, that should be no 
no comparison. In reality. But you're, if you're looking at a candidate, she lost the truck. She's a candidate. She's not good at being a candidate. Once, I'm sure if you give her, if you're like, here's she's your job, job, go yeah. do it, I'm yeah. sure she's good at it. She's not good at walking into gymnasiums and town hall meetings and butter and getting people to like her because she's not likable. So a fake smile. Reality is that Bill Clinton is like the best politician who's ever run ever. for any office ever. ever. And he walks in and everybody loves him. Yeah. And she doesn't have those qualities. No, of course yeah. not. And would, yeah, the couples would, are usually opposites. You wouldn't know her name if it wasn't for him. No. Obama would have beaten him. Yes. Yeah. Obama would have beaten him. Yeah. Would, um... Which would have been more an interesting race, wouldn't it? Because it would have been pitting what Biden is... Biden would have beaten him. Biden would have beat him. I don't know. You said that. Nobody else said that. Barbara Bush would have beaten her. Who? Any of them. Line them up. Line up the Bush. Jeb Bush would have beaten her. Yes. He would have beaten her because he's better at being a politician and getting people to vote for him. That's never been a quality of hers. It's not something she does. Secretary of State is not a jumping off point to be president. First Lady is not a jumping off point to be president. Those people don't become presidents right. because it's not a quality. I don't know why you would want her to. Because she uh, he hates Michelle. You hate Michelle? You do. I don't hate Michelle. She's you, lovely. You've heard that a lot. But I don't know why you would want to. Why do you want to take Michelle Obama and make her president when there are all these powerful female governor? If we're going to go female, she's a media person. Pa- all right, because she's famous. Yeah, yeah. All right, pretty much. Then that's your answer. Do you, do. do you think that there's anything the to be said for having the inside experience about actually having been inside the White House for eight years? I don't give first ladies credit for political experience. I don't. That's not their job. It's not their job. I don't, do you want Laura Bush to run to become president? I don't think she was as directly involved as Michelle Obama. Or if, uh, or what's her name? Trump's wife, Melanka. <laughs> Tatanka or whatever her name I don't is. think Melanka is going to be that involved. <laughs> she's not Copied her speech. Yeah, she's, not, she's constitutionally eliminated. <laughs> I know, she's the first first lady you can find naked on the internet. Oh, I remember I asked you, where would you, what hotel would you stay in? And you said somewhere on Central Park South. Was that right? Like the plaza? So if you're in that elevator and Trump walks in and the elevator gets stuck, what would you say to Trump? Uh, I think I might... I might just you and him and maybe his bodyguard I might be bold enough to say that uh, I didn't vote for him but I'm really hoping for the best out of his presidency as I think everybody should if you're if you're an American if you live anywhere in the world anywhere in the world the United States has a significant amount of power I think that we're all hope we all should at least hope that he does as good a job as possible so you wouldn't ask him a question you would just have words of you know encouragement at this point at this point, he won. So, yeah, if when he was running, I would have been like, come on, seriously. Yeah. You know you don't want to win. <laughs> That's what I, I might have asked him. But I think at this point... You think point, he didn't want to win? I think he didn't want to win. I never. I am convinced to this day that he... He wanted to win, but he didn't want to be president. I don't think he wants to be president. No. I never, think, I never thought he did. He didn't act like he did. Because now he's having to give up his businesses, and it's a bit of an open wound. Yeah, and his life. Forget. I mean, forget his That's business. That's his whole life. That's all he knows. And his, like... Luxury lifestyle, which now he has to go live in the light White House and away from his supermodel wife. Let's play a song. Um... Fortunate Son by Creedence Clearwater Revival.
know, she comes home, it's 2.30 in the morning, and she's like, this is awful, this is awful, this is happening, something happening. And I'm like, asleep, and I'm like, well, what's going on? She's like, he's going to win. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Within our conversation, she goes, they called it she goes, while I'm talking. She goes, he's our president of the United States. Uh, and we're like, oh, like, I, like, I'm like <laughs> 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning, I'm like, what? What are you, what are you wait, 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 what are you talking about? There was no, like, I went to bed, I was like, meh. It's so bizarre that it's real because even in Back to the Future 2, Biff is not the president. No, no, no. Even you know that? In the Simpsons in, in 2003, yeah. Yeah. they called and they're like, oh, we've got to fix all these things that, that President Trump left us with. Like they said, President Schwarzenegger. It was like a joke. I was talking about how you broke in on me, like, exercising, and I thought you were just trying to get your iPad, and you were clearly coming in to tell me he won, and then you thought better of it because you thought, oh, she doesn't know yet. I'll just let her finish her workout and tell her afterwards yeah. and then you just like slowly ominously shut the door and I still didn't cotton on to it until I came into the next room and you were just looking at me wide eyed like a little Bambi and you said there's been a mistake is that what I said what did you think Rich? Monsanto uh, I had there were a couple of girls that I worked with that night who were do you not, stay up watching it yeah? yeah I stayed I stayed up it's not that late here is it? He for us I went to bed just before they called it at 2 o'clock the guy on Fox said they couldn't call the election until at least four. Yeah. So I was like, well, if Fox isn't going to call it, then I'm going to go to bed. And I laid down and it came up on my phone, Trump declared president around 2.30. But I, what I'll always remember is there were these two Were you girls. able to get to sleep immediately? Yeah, I was like, oh, this is ridiculous. You know, it, it wasn't a shock at that point. Right. But all night I was at work with these two girls who had just voted for the first time. They, they were young. They had never voted before. Okay. And they're like, ooh, as they're like calling states and they're like, Alabama goes for Trump. And I'm like, don't worry about it. We knew yeah, Alabama, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. And I was yeah, like, it's. Yeah. And then it, it just. And then when um, Pennsylvania and no, it was uh, Florida. No, what's the state it did? It was fucking Florida, wasn't it? Or was that Florida oh, right. and then Wisconsin? Florida and then Wisconsin. Florida went and then Wisconsin went right after. And I was like, oh wow, Wisconsin, that's not good. You know, the, the silly thing is the way we talk about it in the night, in the moment about oh Alabama's going. Oh, we always talk about it in the review of watching like a horror flick. Yeah. yeah. It's the same as the UK. Trump got the abandoned working that. man. I thought that's such a, that's something I can hang on to because it's, um, it's not quite perfect, but yeah, that's a nice believable little equation that like, it will look like he's going to win, but then he won't. I feel like I can lie to anybody now. What? You didn't vote, asshole. You didn't I, vote at all. So I feel like I vote. can lie to anybody explain now. why you didn't vote. You're working. No, I, that's not why. I, I work a lot, and because I also live in a blue state, and because I lo love the country that I live in, and it's a wonderful option not to vote. So you nice. think? Yeah. So similar to Rich, you thought you were your vote wouldn't matter no, if you no, voted. No, no, no. I'm oh. so happy for the, the country that I'm in that I have the choice to not to vote. My vote 100% matters because my vote reflected my opinion. All votes for should reflect your Bullshit, opinion. If you thought it mattered, you would have voted for Hillary. If I thought the outcome would matter, uh, I would have voted for Hillary. Uh, my, uh, my opinion was still represented. Opinion my opinion is very important. I said earlier that I don't think Trump wants to be president, and many of you agree with me. So, operating under that assessment, yeah. 
Is it so unreasonable to think he's not going to run in four years? And if he is not going to run in four years, does he have to tell who? Mike Pence? Does he run? No, he will rerun. People have not rerun. Yes. It's not any different. It's because, because of the modern electoral cycle. Rich dear, why? Whatever happened to the election? What happened, Rich? <laughs> what happened in the election? I think the uh, people who have been hit hard by the Great Recession and whose jobs didn't recover voted for a guy they hoped could fix things. That's what. That's how I think Donald Trump got elected. Yeah. What's the worst club you've had? What's the worst experience you've had in the strip club? So I was in a strip club recently. Up, 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 <laughs> I was up in upstate New York, and uh, we went to a wedding. It was the one I performed. Uh, we went to this wedding. Well, you were stripping. No, I was. I was uh, performing the wedding. But of the people staying there, it was me and only three other guys were single. So we're like, ah, we're going to a strip club, you know. So the four of us go to a strip club, and the first girl that got up was easily the biggest stripper I've ever seen. Until the second girl that got up, biggest. Who, yeah, who was even way fatter than her. The next girl who got up had a really had a pretty good body, but a, her face was rough. Face. Yeah, and then the next girl who got up, she had a face of she like looked super young, like like oh, like dirty young, like Gidget young. Yeah, Did but it. Uh, one she didn't have a great, but she had a cute cute little smiley face. So the 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 couple guys I was with like where they didn't serve alcohol it was a and so we're drinking water and me and the one guy serve alcohol in a strip club not if it's all nude was messed up in New York so (laughs) this gets better so that doesn't make okay so the one guy and me were had totally bailed on it but the other two guys were like talking back and forth and all of a sudden the one guy's like. I'm going to the champagne room with her, and the other guy's like, me too, with her. And the one guy took the girl with the good body but the busted face, and the other one took the <laughs> super young one. So they, they pop back up, and they're like whispering back and forth, and the one guy's like, all right, we're out of here. We're, we're leaving now. <laughs> so we go out in the parking lot, and he's totally laughing at the other guy, and I was like, what happened? And he said, well, they said the one guy had got a lap dance, and the girl said, in the champagne room, we'll do anything you want. So the two guys heard that, and they went to the champagne room. The the one guy ended up paying like five hundred dollars and had sex with the girl, and the other guy who was with the very young girl paid a hundred dollars to get in the champagne room. They had sex, and then she's like, "Oh, I was supposed to ask you for a tip beforehand." And he goes, "All right," and he gives her forty dollars and walked out the door because <laughs> it was like her first night working in a strip club slash uh, brothel, apparently. And, uh, How old was she though? We assume she was of age. We assume she was a babe. What town was this in? It was upstate, a small uptown state New York. I, I honestly don't remember the town. Woodstock.
much food and wine made his stomach upset, so the queen went to get the one thing that fixed him up fine. Pepto-Bismol's special medicinal formula soothes both the stomach and lower digestive tract with a gentle coating action. So? Take soothing Pepto-Bismol and feel good again. Yes, for upset stomach, always get this wonderful pink liquid in the triangular bottle. Hospital-tested Pepto-Bismol. And remember, next week's show will be brought to you by the Norwich Pharmacal Company, makers of Pepto-Bismol. So, Emily, the real story of this podcast is, in terms of the Steph Mayer show, is how fried Steph is. So, last night, where were we? What What was the place called? The Gander. The Gander. And what is that? Is it in kind of like Gramercy still? Where is that? No, it was on um, 20 West 18th. 18th uh, Between and 5th. 5th and 6th. It's in, like, f- almost in Flatiron, I guess you would say. Flatiron District. Yeah. And we're with Rich, Megan, and Troy. Mm-hmm. Before we went in, I had Pepto-Bismol, I had an emergency, I had the best salad I could have. And you also, as soon as you got to the table at this, like, fine dining restaurant, put a soluble aspirin in your water. And Amazing. And you drank that alongside your wine. Did anybody even notice that? No, I don't think so. <laughs> and then did I just sit down there and just go, nah, I'm not hungry. Because you didn't fully gargle it at the table. And I nearly did. And now we've got more guests tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode is sponsored by Pepto-Bismol. And what was our other sponsor, Emily? The Donut Project. The Donut Project, yeah. There was something else, though. An emergency, which is the American version of Barocca. They do have Barocca here now, but it's around $30 for a tube of it. I mean, it's £5 or £4.50 in London, which is usually feels quite extortionate. Any Londoners come to New York and buy Barocca, then you get a real sense of how Why much... Why is it so expensive? I don't know, but New York's too expensive now, so we're either going to move here, Emily, or we're just going <laughs> to... Or... The UK, as it's a political episode, we fucking sort this out with Brexit. Stop doing this because we really can't go to these posh restaurants in New York if we leave the EU. So that's the main reason. What's your review of the food last night? I wasn't bothered about food last night. I think I wanted a steak, and we were, you were in... ready to order a completely other course. And the waiter looked like Steve Carell, and he looked like a bit of a psycho, and he's looking right in your eyes, Emily, and just like pouring the wine. He thought you were like a wine reviewer. I mean, you have that vibe, but he was trying to impress you like a dog trying to impress, you know, some sort of blind owner or something. Well, I ordered the Armagnac, and he was like, "Excellent choice." And I was like, "Who cares? Give me, <laughs> give me a beer, and leave us alone." Yeah, we talk about the election, we talk about Trump. It's an interesting cross-section because one of the people at the table didn't vote. One of the people wasted his vote. Oh, you can't say that. <laughs> and then what did Megan do? I she mean, maybe didn't want to say. Ultimately, he's not wrong. Megan voted for Trump. <laughs> and Megan's hair is, like, thicker than, like, I don't know, it's the thickest hair I've ever seen in real life. Anyway... So, yeah, but yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Delightful. Thank you for joining us on the Steph Mayer Show, sponsored by Pepto-Bismol and the Donut Project. What are you calling it? Steph Mayer Show. No, Pepto-what? Pepto-Bismol. Okay. You take it when you've got stomachache. In you, America. I thought you were saying biz, bizno. Um, so, Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy New Year. We're going to Spa Castle now. 
We're not actually millionaires. We're actually going to pay for all this later. This but is the longest introduction. I love it. It's, this isn't the introduction. This is just a bit that sort of covering the fact that I was barely there last night. Oh, right. But this episode is great. The interview is great. There's so much information if ever you're interested in American politics. What have you done so far this over the last couple of days? Drank. Well, <laughs> I'm so I'm so destroyed. Yeah. And I'm shopping. I bought some glasses. So you can't handle it anymore? Is that no, I can't. The body can't take it like I used to. I can't party like I used to in New York. You used to, like, sleep on, drink all night and sleep on a beach and, like, wake up and start doing it all over again. Yeah. In Barcelona somewhere. somewhere. I can't take it body-wise and I can't take it financially. No. New York is very, very expensive right now. Um, I think I have spent my budget. I've never felt this way. Here in the West Village, we're outside Arthur's Tavern. Will Hensley is here, live, in the flesh. If that homeless guy turned around and it was Trump, what would you say to him? If he took his hood down and went, give me a dollar. Get a job. Get a real job. Okay. Let's see how much I know about Will. Okay, let's go. Will's from Texas. Yep. He moved to New York 13 years ago on January. On January 12th or something. Fourth, fuck you. Okay, shit, I haven't done my research. He is from San Antonio? The home of the Alamo and the Spurs. Yeah. He makes love to women for cardio. Um, That is not the exclusive reason. It just (laughs) happens to be a byproduct. He's a, a record producer and especially a mixer. One of the best mixers on earth, I'd say. Oh, no, 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 no. Seriously? I'm not one of the best mixers on earth. Well, this You're the one of the greatest ladies on earth. You're probably the, you know, I'm into this thing at the moment. On earth. I like the spa we were in earlier, Spa Castle on 57th Street. It's the best spa, yeah, on earth. I'm fucking jealous. Get down there. Get up there. Oh, I went to the thing in Queens. It was amazing. This was years ago. No, they have sex at the one in Queens. You gotta, you gotta go to the, the one in Queens is like a bus stop. No, I went, to, I, went, I went with my buddy Greg. You remember Greg Barbone? Yeah, where's yeah, he's in LA. He's killing it. That was a good band, wasn't he's it? Alec Gross band with, with Elon Musk. Elon really? Musk. Yeah, I told Greg. That sounds like a fake character that was in no. the band. Oh. <laughs> Elon Musk is a real person. He's the founder he's of very, Tesla, he's and he's person. gonna get us on Mars. Okay, yeah, I'm a podcaster now. I don't know about music anymore. You need to get your fucking shit together. This is the electric ladies just around there, isn't it? This <laughs> yeah, is I'm your. This is where there. you go I'm to get coffee. Yeah, can you break it? Can do you have keys no. to get in overnight? No. I could talk. If you knocked. They'd let you in there. Probably. Yeah. We're not going there. Right. So it's a politics edition, but it, I'm not really interested to talk about politics yeah, now, are you? Goddamn Do you not? Did you stay up and watch it? I didn't. I stayed up and watched it to the point where I was like, oh no, this isn't going What did you do when you found that out in the morning? I didn't care because you didn't. I, I was all fucked up about a chick. Like all I really okay. cared about was this one girl. That yeah, that's wanted. a good way to be, though, isn't it? I it was, is bullshit. It's politics bullshit. is bullshit. I get into it. We're in our thirties now, and I get in. You know, I understand it, but it's not. Yeah, important. but like Will were, is like a pure. They were he's both living like pure in They were Manhattan. both shitty. Music and love. The women are. The that's same. all I ever wanted. No, the women weren't all shitty. Some of them were nice. So you woke up with a woman that day, or, you, or you'd broken up with someone, and that was more important than Hillary's like email. I had a meltdown. I had Did a you? full nuclear meltdown. You cried in the street, or whatever. Having a meltdown about Trump, and you were having a meltdown about, about my about a relationship that I wanted to be that was not going to be her fault. Yes. Okay, we don't need to go into this, but it's more interesting. You know, these more, are the heartstrings now. You can tell the reactions. That a fucking red. Okay, so mad. forget this guy with horse's hair on his head that's <laughs> going to run the country. But if you were stuck in a lift with this girl, 
tonight yeah. in your spaceship apartment in Williamsburg. Right. You get in the lift, floor two, you're on floor three or four? Uh, I'm on no, the it's ground, on the ground floor. floor. Shit. Moment so, knows this shit. Okay, so... Um, is there a is there a lift? What do you call it? Elevator? Yeah, we have elevators. We have like an elevator. We have two so elevators in every quad. So you're going to the roof to get a vaporizer or something, right? And you, it stops on the third, and this girl gets in. And what are you going to say to her tonight? After a bullet or two. Well, I already talked to her on the cab ride over here, and I was like, why did you pull shit. that shit to On text? No. On fucking voice. Because if you want to talk to somebody, you don't send it over a fucking tiny little email. So she's younger. Is that the problem? She's 31. Shit. Well, that's still quite that's, young. That's... She's still born in 85. You know what? She's a lady. She's not a little girl. She's a lady. What do you define as a lady? Lady is someone who... Respects themselves and knows how to respect somebody else. Yeah, but didn't you say she disrespected you? Yes, and she knew that she was doing wrong when she did such actions. All right, should we do a quick fire round? Yeah. What's your favorite sandwich at the moment? Sandwich? I don't eat much because I'm all fucked up over a relationship. Oh my god, Will, you really want to do this? Yeah, a lot of heartbreak and a little I'll tell bit you of what, rope will go a long way. Do you want to be my New York correspondent for this podcast? Well, I'll phone you every that. two weeks. I would love We'll that. do FaceTime. How can we call and it'll be convenient for both of us? We can make it work. So we this can, can be continued. We Maybe you work. could do... I'll tell you what, people write me a lot of love letters on email, don't they, about this, right? Love advice. Because we've got it sorted. Seven years. Fuck. Fucking A. I I've been, I've been, you were there at the beginning. <laughs> you were there. <laughs> you were nearly in the room. You, you know what? You were there. <laughs> have y'all seen Inception? <laughs> that might have been me. It might have been my fault. Yeah. Shit. No, but Fuck what I was going to say. No, the people, the women that write in with advice on how to cut their pubes and stuff, I'm going to ask you these questions okay. from an American perspective. Like, what's going on in New York? What are the big acts? Yeah, yeah. So what's the favorite sandwich? Oh, the He's woman. Woman in between woman bread. Is his favorite sandwich. A woman that I love is my favorite sandwich. If her, if she was a sandwich, what would it be? Chicken, avocado, a little bit of onion, tomato. She from the West Coast. <laughs> Just the slightest dash of salt and some pepper. You love her. And like some fresh bread. Fresh? What type? Baguette. Yeah. Hero. You used to like heroes. Oh, but like a, like a fresh hero that like <laughs> might be confused as a baguette and an icon. Oh God, who is this girl? We got to meet her. She around she tomorrow for breakfast? Delicious. No, no, she works too much and she doesn't have enough time for me. And that's uh, she's got, she's got one of these jobs. Yeah, she like a marketing person. She's got long legs and straight hair and she knows like about Twitter and that. She's not hundred percent committed to you. That's that's probably it. I mean, like I'm aware that that's probably it. I like her. You always want what you can't have. This would be our modern relationship. I'd be like your coach with these women. You can still have control. Jesus. Wait, what if we just put my relationship on the podcast and that's the thing? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so you call in for updates. Yeah, I don't, I'm not that into music anymore. So I think it would be like, I mean, I am, but you know, I don't want to talk about it. Because in this city, it was all about, it was like you were an actor or something, wasn't it? It was all clicky and I just like, with music, I don't know, I just like Springsteen. So, you know, have you ever touched an animal's genitals? Uh, well, I've dated, I've dated some girls that I realized <laughs> were animals after the fact. Oh, God. That's good. That's a good answer. Well, let's have one more drink. No. Come on. We'll have a Dreams shot. We'll have a shot. Okay. That's my compromise. I, I'm pretty tired. I've I got so many guys. questions for you. Then fucking ask him. Put it on tape. The red light's blinking. What are you going to do? I know. He said that before. <laughs>
I don't usually freeze though, but I'm tired. I've had some good questions there, I think. He's been tired for three days running. I know, I can't handle this anymore. Oh, when so we handsome. met. You're so handsome. You had all the questions. I'm pretty hot this year. We are. I'm getting hot. Holidays, everyone. Killing it. Too bad you what's got your this hot-ass new... girlfriend. That's no. my that's You're my hot thing. tonight. You're hot tonight. Look at this one. I mean, you're hot every night, but you know. Look at this. What about pedal steel? You got anything to say about pedal steel? Yeah, don't do it. Okay, how long is it taking to learn it? Because you can learn anything immediately, pretty much. I'm going to be good at it, like, five years. That's discouraging. I'm only at four. <laughs> so I'm not good yet. You know this band you're mixing this album for, this electronic album or something you said? Christmas electronic album or something? You're yeah. mixing up a couple of things that are going on at once, but yeah, that's fine. Also, you into I'm- electronic music? Does it just work? I'm into good songs. Yeah? What's your favorite song at the moment? We'll play it. Favorite song right now, at this moment, right now? God yeah. only knows. By the Beach Boys. Oh, yeah. So that's the greatest song, song of all time. Perfect song. Yeah, let's play something like that. I'm into the Beach Boys. You I'm getting into week. the Beach Boys. They're real. Dennis. That sounds... Dennis. No? Dennis Brian? Brian. I know about Brian, but he's Brian. a bit of cabbage. Yeah, yeah, but that's being like, oh my God, I love the Beatles. Ringo, like, well, you know what? Oh, really? It was Dennis shit? It's not that he was shit. He was great, but like... I like John. Brian, no, I like no, no, the, no. I like the moany lilts he did of the melody. I know you do. Oh, I like George. Something. Like All the girls like George, yeah. No, girls like George. that's bullshit. It's not that the girls like George. It's just that George wrote the better... George wrote the instant... Easy melodies, but he didn't have the voice. Of George John. was going to go on to do Cloud Nine, and if we'd only known then. Oh, moment. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay. It's too cold. Okay. It's happening.
Hi, welcome back to the streets of New York with our politics special. That was the one and only Will Hensley. You'll be hearing more from Will if you want to if you follow this show. Will's going to be our USA love correspondent. If you're a fan of Will, you can check him out at willhensley.com. I don't know that that's his website, but it probably is. Or you can check out the album I did with him in 2010 called When You Least Expect, which is underrated. It's only about 20 minutes long. We did it in two days, but it's good, even if I do say so myself, mostly because of Will. So the next interlude we have, well, this is the interlude, actually, but the next piece we have was with a bartender called Luke in the West Village, who's very insightful and will probably never meet again. And probably, I'm not sure whether to email him and let him know the podcast's address and all that, because he might say he doesn't want to be in it, and that will send a load of complications. But here's Luke and his view on politics. podcast is about yeah the election because uh, we live in England uh, yeah I'm, I'm very politically informed uh, so who who are you oh I'm not gonna say that before I say my political affiliation no, you, you have, to have s- like an alias <laughs> who are you uh, see I'm everybody yeah. I don't know what would I say I'm a bartender I'm an educated caring American okay. That is that is an accurate response. Okay. And what would you say? What would you say if you were stuck in a lift with Donald Trump tonight? The gold lift. I, I don't. I don't feel like he and I would have a lot to talk about. Like I don't. I don't find him interesting at all. Like I just. But like the lift is stuck now. Say I'm him. Yeah. It's like. And he turns around with his like dog hair on his head. And he didn't say. You wouldn't say anything. I suppose. I, I mean, I, I think it's pretty clear that he's an insane person, right? So I, I think he'd be the one who'd be doing all the talking in that situation. So you wouldn't try and reason with him. I mean, what would I say? We're stuck. You're saying we're stuck in an elevator together, right? Like, yeah. Nothing to be wrong. Oh, oh, you're saying what would I try to tell him to do to change? Anything. Oh, I, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he's uh, like. I don't think you can reason with the guy. Like he doesn't. Like he's not even in this to help. There's nothing that he's in this for that's good. He's just in it to steal as much money as he can. Maybe it's quite an interesting concept that he's stuck in a lift, though. You know what I mean? Then he's fucked. He's truly fucked. As a like, you know. Does it mean he wasn't great at something? Going up. Are you sick of it? I'm sick of it. The election, all of this. What do you think of like? Yeah, what should I, happen next? I think that a lot of people who uh, live in the free world just kind of want to go about their days and not really care about the political figures in the world. And uh, actually having to care this much and having to uh, dedicate some time of your life to, to, to know you're going to be fighting the person in charge of your country, to know that. I, th- I think that's more effort than any of us ever want to put forward to. So it's very frustrating and exhausting. And have you had people in here arguing about it? the last few weeks uh, yeah uh, I, I think most people in this city feel the same and when I've had um, cause to get involved it's literally just been a warning to people upsetting other people and then the music goes really loud did you vote? I did vote yeah. do you mind saying who you voted for? yeah I voted for Jill Stein why did you vote for Jill Stein? Um, it's, it's, uh, in, in New York, my vote doesn't really count for the actual president because like, Hillary Clinton was going to win by a landslide in New York City. So it, it actually means something to vote for the third party and try to get the 
third party to act to exist and be competitive. Then wouldn't you say though that it might have made a difference if everyone who kind of had a similar mindset to you, let's say, expressed that by voting for Hillary just because they were trying to, or do you think... There, there was literally a, a movement that was um, focused on getting people to vote third party in places where it was a low-risk vote, right. and and at the same time encouraging people in any kind of a swing state or or like important state to make sure that you didn't risk it, you know. Right, like right. I, so I, I was part so of that, and I agree with it. So of, of course, if, if of course, anything is better than Donald Trump, yeah. but um, try, trying to move uh, move the political situation in this country along is uh, is important, and and if your vote can do that, uh, I think you should be doing that. So I think in the situation where I voted for Jill Stein, uh, I don't think Jill Stein would be a good president. No. Uh, I didn't want to vote for her, but I also didn't want to vote for Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton. So are you just trying to get the Green Party on the ticket by doing that? Is that sort of more what it is? I want to further the entire movement. I want to further, I want to further a political party that actually cares about like the three of us sitting in a bar right now. Yeah. Uh, and, and and if Hillary or Donald Trump, neither one of them cares about what goes on with the three of us working people. So it's very obvious I was a Bernie candidate. You voted for Hillary by post, yeah? I voted for Bernie in the primary. Right. And then I voted for Hillary. And Bernie have won. I believe so, but it's it's unimportant. But I I believe you would have. Yeah. You think you would have won against Trump? Well, everybody who voted for Hillary, everyone would have voted for for Bernie, and a lot of people would have voted for Bernie that didn't vote for him. Well, I have a theory that people shouldn't be voting over a certain age because it doesn't affect you anymore. Over sixty-five. Did you you see that really amazing tweet? No. Oh, the woman it's, who replied uh, to Trump. No, uh, there's there's an amazing tweet, and it took it actually took me like five minutes to get the joke, which made me feel stupid. But the, the tweet was: um, Imagine your best friend convinces you to uh, to watch a movie you don't want to see. Then ten minutes in, they get up and leave. My point is, old people shouldn't be able to vote. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> It's true. Do you have, like, a favorite way to die? Oh, do I have a favorite way to die? Yeah. Um, yes, I do. My favorite way to die, I'm a big scuba diver, and I'm big into conservation, and I think that uh, the, uh, the best way to die would be to jump out of an airplane into the open ocean. And, and get eaten by a shark. And just, well, just like you'd hit, you know. No, you break your back when you fell on... Yeah, no, because die, water feels like brick. Just by impact. Yeah, you die by impact. But the big thing is that the things in the ocean can eat you. All the vitamins and minerals, everything in your body doesn't well, just get destroyed. Life, it doesn't get destroyed. Oh, yeah. So you'll think about other people. I, I hate embalming. Embalming is the dumbest thing because it used to be that we could... Are you trying to give back to the environment? Well, no, it's not even giving back. It's just like giving it with what you are. Giving it forward. Yeah, I would yeah. just be in it's just an orgy. The minerals go back. You would die in an orgy? Yeah. Oh, I'd like to be crushed in an orgy, how would too. Be, oh, crushed. That's int- I was going to say, how would that happen? But would you be crushed in an orgy? I suppose I've got to have a Connery, haven't I, if I'm having an orgy? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was just a heart attack. Unless I get suffocated, yeah. I don't know how a heart attack feels. But heart attack is probably feels better than smacking the ocean having jumped out of a plane. Well, right, say you gotta do it tomorrow, you gotta die tomorrow, how you can do it? Yeah. I'd like to fight a lion. Okay. What would you wear? 
for that. Gloves, boxing gloves. Do you wear a mouth guard? You know, I would like to have one of those. You know, those knives that have like the the knuckle knuckles on them. You are a good interview, actually. I would like that. Where would you hit the lion first? I mean, I think we're already assuming I'd lose, so I don't know where. Would you get it in a headlock? You really want to go for the eye or the throat? I reckon you might win. You for the lion. For if I'm attacking, if I'm trying to kill the lion. But it's nothing to say you would lose. But well, but now we're ta- but now we're not talking about me dying. If I if I could win, then we're not talking about me dying. Sounds like we should set up an event where you fight a lion. You know, get some betting going on. We were in the Coliseum earlier this year, and I would say it's still fit for practice. So that's very interesting. If you could book it, would you come? Would I fight a lion in the Coliseum? Yeah. Say tomorrow you're going to die at midnight, like Groundhog Day or whatever, or you're going to fight a lion. You would fight the lion, and you would really want to win, wouldn't you? Can you imagine a world but where this podcast was big enough that I ended up having to fight a lion <laughs> in the Coliseum? Because I never don't know who he is. <laughs> I know one, but this is a good podcast. So you already know how to win. Sounds, Sounds like, like you've done some research on fighting lions I've already. carried spears through Africa. Have you? I mean, that's interesting already. So. It's 100% true. Hey, guys, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> great. Thank you, Lou. He was good, wasn't he? He was great. So from the streets of NYU, I would say that what we've learned from this podcast is that New York voted third party, just how, you know, people in Brighton would vote for the Green Party. They're trying to move it along. That Everyone we're talking to is young. I suppose in Nashville, if I wanted to make this like a seven-hour epic podcast, what would be interesting if I spoke to some baby boomers in uh, Tennessee and got their view on why they voted for Trump or whatever... Because Tennessee, obviously, was for Trump. Um, so that's what I've learned from this podcast. I hope you've learned something. It's been, I think it's been a solid hour. I think I could win some awards for this if I you know, talk to some podcast people in high places, which I never can or will do. Maybe I will do. Having seen some, some news in a Nashville breakfast establishment, yeah. what's your view on it right now? You haven't actually seen the news in America. Well, the fact that they've just put four talking heads on CNN to discuss the fact that Trump has cancelled a future order for a Boeing aircraft just makes me think that the next four years are going to be constant drivel, like constant coverage of absolutely nothing. It has to come to an end. It's not the news. It's a Trump reality show, and everyone's embracing it because of the ratings and the money. But there needs to be some responsibility at some point. I think this also means that other news networks are now going to have to start, like, um, forming. Like, I think there's you're going to we're going to start to see new news works coming up. No Trump networks. news. Yeah, to to combat the fact that all of the old networks have been completely eaten by this ratings, you know, this quest for ratings during this whole fucking election. And I'll let you enjoy your orange. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks with um, a live Christmas shop in the um, three different, or well, four different shopping establishments in West London. Bye. Uh-